Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Down in the Valley, brought to you by, oh, that way, the Beautiful Game Network and Natural Beauty Spa. To see our podcast, as well as other USL podcasts and articles, be sure to check out their website at bgn.fm. You can also check out this podcast on Spotify, TuneIn Radio, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. For those of you that are currently listening through the podcast audio, we go live every Wednesday at 7 p.m. on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash down in the valley. Now, a quick little side note regarding the podcast. Uh, we put up a poll regarding the how you wanted the, the podcast to, to be formatted. You spoke, and we're listening. So there's going to be some changes. Uh, each individual episode uh, from like will be segments of the show rather than, than the complete show uh, to in order to maintain you know the 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 attention and make and hopefully allow you to be able to listen to each individual topic that we talk about uh, on this sh- on this show. So we appreciate your feedback and just wanted to to let you all know that we are that we are listening to it and we are taking it into consideration. Having said this, uh, I do want to thank our BGN sponsors, uh, Icarus FC, uh, as well as uh, Roughneck Scarves. And what? for this show, and for this show today, once again, we have our good friend uh, of the podcast, and a collaborator for Down in the Valley, as well as the um, ma- the mastermind behind South Texas Border Sports, Ray Silva. Ray, how are you doing? Edson, uh, good day to you, sir. How's everything going in the uh, land of Houston, Texas? It's sunny. It's everything it, it, real good so far. And I can't wait to actually having some soccer stuff like real soccer tor- toro soccer stuff to talk about the uh, on this episode. I'm tired of always talking about COVID-19 even though it's still a reality, but finally, at least for for as long as it lasts, we're going to have some soccer specific topics to talk about from here on out. Yes, definitely uh Friday night uh sa- Saturday in El Paso between the Texas Border Derby as I like to call it. Two bordering uh, regions, mm-hmm. El Paso, Rio Grande Valley. Can't uh, can't wait to get that game started on Saturday night, eight thirty p- uh, p.m. If I'm not mistaken, so um, be sure be sure to check it all check it all out. It'll be on ESPN Plus. Now I do know that uh, the that this season, um, Somos El Valle will be uh, broadcasting the Toros games though I don't I'm not sure if it's only the home games uh once again um so if you really want to to watch the games well I guess you're gonna have to buy ESPN plus or hang out uh if uh, if any if the stampede or anybody does a watch party you can always you can always hang out with us and get to interact with everybody while the game is while the game is happening um but um, USL is finally back, and I'm really happy for it. Yeah, I, I will tell you this much. I uh, Living here in the Rio Grande Valley, and as a frequent viewer now of Somos El Valle, uh, I'm sorry, but 
there, there's been they've been running commercials about the Toros, yes, but not particularly about the home games being uh, transmitted uh, through Somos El Valle. Uh, I will say that uh, that much uh, for now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, but you do you do bring up a good point, and, and I think it has it has to deal with one of the questions that I asked. Uh, during the during the week, which thank everybody who participated on, on the Twitter poll. So basically, I asked, you know, with the current uh, situation with the pandemic, a lot of people have lost their jobs. A lot of people don't have that expend that that uh, disposable income like they used to have before. Now they're they're thinking, how can I bring food to the table when I don't have a job? Instead of okay, you know. Can can I do I get the uh, the complete package with Hulu, ESPN, and Disney Plus? You know, so so for a lot of people, five ninety nine may not be a lot of money per month, but to many people who are living in in a uncomfortable situation where they don't have a job, that's a luxury they cannot afford. So my question was, how would fans preferred to be able to watch the the games? For free, you know, we have uh, we used to have a Somos El Valle at least for the home games, if I recall correctly. Uh, mm-hmm. Since I live in Houston, I don't have access to uh, Somos El Valle, but as far as I know, I believe it was just home games. Um, I also gave the option of radio broadcasting, and of course, uh, Twitch or or Facebook, uh, which ha- which has been thrown around. You see the NWSL um, passing their games at least internationally outside of the U.S. and Canada market, they broadcast their the, the NWSL Challenge Cup games through Twitch. You know, so it'd be... I, I think those are good solutions that I think a lot of teams, including RGV, should take uh, into consideration, especially with the fact that, uh, that I am pretty sure nothing has been confirmed, which is another topic I do want to talk about. But more than likely, there's not going to be fans at the games. So we need, we need to find a, a way so that most of the fans or all of the fans that, that want to watch the game could be able to do so without having to incur an additional expense that, like I said, may not be a luxury for, for people now in this situation. Yeah, I mean, that's just uh, one of the things that uh, the club is probably still working very diligently. And right now, since they're... Uh, HB Park and Bird Ogden Arena are serving as a major testing sites for COVID-19. I think they're a little bit tied up as to how they're going to maneuver their information out to the public when it comes to uh, stuff like this of the Toros. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I participated in your Twitter poll and I am always in the minority when I answer. I believe I went with radio why radio because it's audio stream you can listen online you can uh it, it may not be the same as watching the game like on an espn plus or local television but i went with radio because that's probably the easiest and most cost effective way to transmit games However, you do go you do go with the additional uh, problem or issue that you have to have broadcasters 
that or announce or play-by-play commentators that are good that that are good enough to be able to vi- to visually paint a picture on, on the listeners' minds mm-hmm. uh, with them not when they're not watching the game. You know, it's it's one thing to have a play-by-play commentator on TV because you can pretty much see what's going on on the field. Whereas on radio, you have no idea what's going on on the field, so they have to do a, they have to do a really good job in describing with their words what's going on on the pitch. Mm-hmm. The question is, those kind of commentators cost money. Yes, I, I completely understand that, but I'm talking with regards to the format of of transmission. No, no, and you're exactly right. One of the also another biggest thing is if you're on the radio. You don't have to be at home. Uh, well, you should be at home, but in the case you're an essential worker and let's say you're driving, you know, to your job while the game is, you can turn on the radio and you can listen to it in the car. Whereas, whereas if you're driving and you're watching on ESPN Plus, and that's a that's a what I'm gonna call it a um, huge that's a drive. Yeah, that's a, that's a hazard, you know. So radio could be could be a plausible choice. However. We used to have a radio broadcast uh, before, and mm-hmm. I can tell by your face that it was not very popular. Or no, uh, it not that it wasn't real popular. It was just a short-term deal. I'm just going to put it like that. It was a short-term deal. It was a a one-year thing, and that was it. Mm-hmm. And what I really liked about the radio thing is that it was done in Spanish. En Univision Deportes Network. Yep. The radio. Yes. So these are the kind of things that I feel I feel like RGV needs to take into consideration. Uh, and I think uh, what Harry brings to the table here on the chat, I think he's got a point. He says, to me, the bigger picture is how do you grow the fan base, especially if fans are not allowed? That's why the TV is very important this year, which would have, which would, and then he asked, which would have a, re- a bigger reach, radio or secondary TV channels? Secondary uh, TV channels are a little bit more sophisticated because, say, you don't have the access to the, uh, to the antenna wave signals. And I know because I'm a guilty party of that. You see, I, I don't have... Ca- the only cable television I have is YouTube television. Okay. I had to install a rabbit ear antenna outdoors to connect multiple televisions to get my local news source. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I live in a heavily bilingual area and the channel where the Toros games are transmitted, at least the homes, the home, home slate with, uh, with almost uh, uh, El Valle 5.2, that's a very difficult channel to find if you have, uh, say, a spectrum. While on over-the-air television, if you're uh, lucky enough and have a a strong enough of an antenna to get channel 5.1, well, the next one right next to it is 5.2, which uh, carries a a lot of uh, bilingual... Uh, programming, which is uh, good for me because my Spanish isn't that good, so I get to embrace and learn a, a second language. I mean, yes, now I can talk a little bit more Spanish. I can 
read it and write it, but it serves as a good uh, affluent point when you have the, the necessary uh, resources to uh, get such things. And I think that I think the biggest the biggest issue so far that about Somos El Valle definitely like you say in Spectrum it's all the way to the back. You're talking about like what is it? 1240. 1240. Yeah. So you're in channel channel 1240. You have to so you have to have that box in order to get to get that channel. Um, And also the idea that usually even last year it wasn't really uh promoted a lot yeah and the biggest of- promotion was ESPN plus because that's where the money comes from mm-hmm. into the pack into the pockets of the USL teams yeah and being that I work for for UTRGV athletics that that channel was like heavily promoted amongst the uh, amongst the uh, games uh, for public address announcements and, and, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And and that was ki- kind of a smart move to kind of promote their channel like that to get it get, uh, because, yes, while UTRGV uh, is a, a university, they kind of opened up to those horizons. But back to Toro's talk real quick, it's just something that you, I, I, I see a commercial – uh, like say once, like every thirty minutes, mm-hmm. uh, how they how they co- cover the team and and whatnot. But it's it's uh one of those things where, uh, if they have like some sort of like media deal, I I guess they have to, uh, promote that uh, uh frequently, uh per se. It it's just got it's just got to go hand in glove mm-hmm. when it comes to prom- uh, promoting uh. uh channel promotion per se so I think we have to do a I think first of all the fact that we did get confirmation that for this season Somos El Valle will continue to be the the over the air provider of the Toros games mm-hmm. uh, in the area of the Rio Grande Valley however I had no idea that it was a multi-year. And if I did not have an idea, I'm pretty sure a lot of people out there in the fan base have no idea that it is. And I have yet to see an, a, an announcement uh, from, from the team mentioning that, once again, this is going to be a broadcasted on the uh, Somos El Valle uh, channel. And now we have Jacob Young, uh, our good, our, our good friend and co-host coming into the show, Jacob. How's it going? Yeah, doing pretty well. Looking forward to talking some soccer here. It's going to be fun because also I know it's kind of like a. I guess we don't necessarily love to talk about it here, but the MLS also starting back up tonight, so it's very fun. Yes, sir. Good evening, Jacob. Fun times indeed. Soccer's coming back to the U.S. and. It might be like that for quite some time now. I don't know about you, but I'm going to be watching the Houston Dash at 9, so 
I mean, oh, there you go. <laughs> so, uh, so quick comments before I want to before I want to get uh, Jacob's point of view and then move on to the next topic. Uh, so, uh, Justin says, uh, I'd have to say TV, although there is some nostalgia there listening over the radio, but your bigger reach is on TV. And then Harry responds, my problem is that ESPN plus is not bringing in the average fan. There is just so much on there, especially in fall where you have MLS, college sports, football, volleyball, tennis, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But it's not doing a good job in attracting fans that are not currently USL fans or Toros fans for them to have the ability to stumble upon it and hey we have a we have a team uh kind of thing like that and i think there's a, a, a similar there was a similar uh, issue with a lot of us uh, or nwsl fans with when they announced that the matches for the the nwsl challenge cup was going to be through cbs all access i i saw a similar uh complaint on it there it's like well you know how are we gonna like? How are we gonna attract new fans in? Because the current fans are gonna be paying CBS All Access to watch the games. But how are we gonna attract those that have, have no idea the NWSL is back or soccer in general is back? So Jacob, your point your point of thoughts. What do you think would be the best way to uh, broadcast uh, games outside of ESPN Plus uh, for this uh, twenty twenty uh, return to play season? Yeah. It, it it's really interesting in this sort of thing of well ESPN plus especially now you have this type of discount where you can get all three services for free thank you we're not for free but uh, like two extra services for basically the price of one something like of course I think you get Disney plus and something else so if you buy either one of those it adds up it's something like that, but of course you're correct on it's just average fans. Is there any better opportunity or better way for us to do this? Yes, but then it becomes this whole deal of are they making money? Are the companies basically as, for example, as a USL making at least a little bit of money? I don't know how much, as we've had this conversation before, how much they're making with ESPN Plus, if any. So it's this whole deal of kind of this back and forth thing. I would love to see it on just, you know, if CBS actually, because CBS only had, the problem goes back to CBS only having two platforms, ESPN having about four platforms to show games on. So it becomes this whole stress thing if they can't bombard it with that stuff. It, there are way there are better ways, but then it gets back into just the streaming services and where everything is going in general. And I think that's a better way. But if you want to make money off of it, then of course you got to go with the subscription base. I mean, the thing is, is that we're not trying to get rid of ESPN Plus or anything like that. It's just at this moment, with a lot of people not having enough money. Mm -hmm. or yeah. to to get the subscription should we have a backup plan whether it's over there broadcasting uh facebook or twitch uh or uh even or even the radio like i mentioned uh, on the just remember guys uh, before before espn kicked in or or espn plus would kick in they had their number one platform was youtube, YouTube. so that's the that's the thing that I would probably consider 
doing uh, YouTube audio only with like a score bug uh, because that's how most uh, second like I've seen some uh, sort of second division league uh, soccer from Europe like the Spanish one uh, they'll they'll go to that being that they don't have that much uh, network access in Spain to do their uh, Spanish their Spanish uh, television games for their second divisions and I know it's it's kind of a, a fruits to apples type of comparison but if the USO wants to be a little bit more proactive with the fan situation and trying to get the average fan involved I would probably use YouTube as a platform to transmit their games kind kind of before they set into this ESPN plus format. So just uh, real quick, just a quick reminder, guys, uh, at 730, we're going to have Coach Gerson Echeverry on the show. Uh, So uh, uh, just just be a little bit patient. Uh, He will be he will be on uh, at 730. We will be discussing with him, you know, our the outlook of the team towards uh, El Paso, what he uh, what he expects out of El Paso, you know, what his scouting from the last couple of games, what he's learned from from El, El Paso Locomotive, how can we beat them, uh, the current outlook of, of the roster, and if you guys have any questions, you can put it on the chat, and we'll try we'll try to uh, we'll try to ask them uh, to him. Go ahead, Jacob. I was just going to say, yeah, I kind of agree with Ray on that, especially if you turn off the comments on YouTube or even going to Facebook. If you just turn off those comments, it's a perfect platform to listen, of course, or to be able to watch the game, just like in, just like we said, the old days of uh, USL, basically just watching those. That was a fantastic time. I understand why they went to ESPN Plus because it was new. They kind of got on the front foot and tried to, of course, expand there are listings, but just like you said, that hasn't necessarily been the case. So yeah, maybe you, YouTube, that's the best way to go from here on for for NWSL or anybody, basically. Yeah. So I guess, like I said, we'll see what happens. We really wish RGV would take, make an announcement, like right off the bat. We are about, what, three days away from the start of the, the restart of the season. And we have yet to we have yet to hear uh, anything uh, about that. Uh, another announcement that has yet to be made, and I'm like, well, are they going to make it or not? Like, like this is this is important to know beforehand, and that is fans in the stadium. You know, just give me just give me an announcement announcement what's going what is going to happen even if it's on a temporary basis no no stadium at least give me something let the fans yeah. know what the direction is going to be el paso locomotive has also has already decided not to have fans in the stadium austin bolt has also decided not to have fans in the stadium san antonio they're i mean it's san antonio i mean uh they they have not made a formal announcement rgv has not made a formal formal announcement either what is there? What is there to think about? Yeah. Look at how bad things are getting in the Rio Grande Valley. Yep. Why take the risk of making HB Park a hotspot? I mean, it would look bad that yes, right now HB Park and Bird Octon Arena are serving as COVID test sites, which is a good thing. 
But then you turn around and the season starts and now they're going to be the hot spot because they're allowing fans in. I don't think so. At least personally to yep. me. I don't know yep. what everybody, I, I don't know about anybody in the chat thinks, I don't know about what you two guys uh, think, but just give a formal announcement before the season begins. I was expecting one last week. Have heard nothing about it. The con numbers continue to rise and rise and rise. Yep. And we still have not heard anything from Golden Grape Entertainment regarding uh, fa uh, fans in the stadium. It's about time somebody, you know, como dicen, enseñan la cara, you know, grab the, literally, well, figuratively grab the bull by its horns and just make a statement. Just make yeah. a statement of what's going to happen. This whole thing of not knowing or trying to do it at the last minute possible because you're really trying to squeeze in and having fans at the stadium. It's to me, it's not, it's not a good look given the circumstances that are happening at the Rio Grande Valley uh, currently. No, yeah. And, oh yeah. Go ahead, Ray. And I agree with you, Edson. I mean, it's just, uh, it's just one of those things where you got to have some common sense and not have any fans in the stands at this point. I mean, it's real sad how everything is going on right now. But, uh, you know, I, I just hope within the next 24 hours there's some, there's some sort of statement uh, from the club to at least uh, have no fans in the stands with yeah. this ongoing epidemic.